Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This week, legislature voted to repeal Michigan's right to work, a law that was signed in 2012 and went into effect in 2013 by then-Governor Rick Snyder. The law was divisive between Democrats and Republicans in 2013, and that hasn't changed even now a decade later. They knew that a union would promise them a benefit and a protection that in other workplaces would not. And so here under in, our right in, to, under our excuse right me, to let work, me finish because under it, our right let to me finish laws, because unions are required. Let the senator finish his sentence. What is right to work and how does its repeal affect the state's unions and its workers? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. The past few weeks, Michigan's right-to-work law has been a focal point of debate amongst Michigan's legislators as the Democrats worked toward and ultimately succeeded in passing legislation to repeal the law. The first voice you will hear is of business professor Merrick Masters of Wayne State University, and he explains first and foremost what right-to-work is. Right-to-work is a provision that enables a state to prohibit unions from negotiating so-called union security agreements. And in a nutshell, what this prohibition does is forbid unions from negotiating contracts that will require non-members that they represent pay union dues or an equivalent fee. But of course, like everything, it's not as black and white as opting in or out of a union or union payments. The next voice you will hear is Professor of Management Michael Greiner of Oakland University, and he explains how having non-paying employees at a union job hurts unions. Well, what it comes down to fundamentally is that it's less money that the union has because the fact that the union is still representing these people when they're involved in negotiations, because that's the way the law is. The union needs to represent everybody who works for the employer. The problem is, though, that they're not getting paid into into their fund by, the, by some of these people, uh, because some of those people will actually choose then not to contribute the fund. So it comes down to the fact that then you've got these unions which have less resources available to them to try to be involved in the negotiations against the employer, but also in their organizing efforts, you know, to try to go out and rec- recruit new union members. Unions argue that being able to opt out of the union or paying its dues restricts the impact they can have at improving working conditions for employees while still having to represent those that aren't in good standing. And as time went on, right to work did have an impact on the amount of employees that weren't paying those dues. Back to Professor Masters. I call this the free riding rate. The free riding rate is the number of workers who are represented by unions that don't pay union dues, don't belong to the union. In 2013, which was the year right to work took effect in Michigan, that free riding rate, which you know is really 
harmful to unions was 3.7%. That means that 3.7% of the members who were represented by unions didn't belong and pay dues. In 2022, that number was almost 10%. Just like every debate, there are two sides to the argument. Since the legislation to have it repealed has been passed, that means unions will soon be able to negotiate contracts with employers again, where every employee must be a member and pay their dues. And in a conversation with WWJ's Beth Fisher earlier in the week, Director of Americans for Prosperity Michigan Annie Patnod says that forcing employees to do that is actually more restrictive to their freedoms. The Michigan legislature... They are telling 150,000 Michigan workers that they should lose their job because they have chosen to exercise their First Amendment rights to free association and choose not to join their workplace union. So while some people are saying repealing right to work is about worker freedom, it's exactly the opposite. This is an insult to workers to tell them that they do not have the choice to choose what organization they join and fund with their hard-earned money. While being forced into joining a union may be the reality to some, it may not be the reality for everyone. Back to Professor Greiner. If you want to go to work for a union shop, then yes, you probably would have to become a, a member of the union. But you have to remember the the requirements that a employer become a union shop are based upon the contractual agreement that is entered into between the union and the employer. So it's not like there is some law that requires people, oh, if you belong, go, go to work at a place that is represented by a union, you need to belong to the union. This is a, is a separate negotiation that occurs between the union and the employer where they include as part of the contract between the two parties that, that any member of anybody who works there would also have to belong to the union. You can argue it both ways. Either it's, yes, people would have to belong to the union if they go to work at a union shop. On the other hand, you could also argue that this is something that's a contractual agreement between two parties fairly entered into. But there is another factor that those against the repeal are worried about, economic opportunities. Repealing this will strengthen unions, and some worry that may interfere with the free market. Here's Professor Masters again. Well, I think a lot of people take the view that unions, particularly as they're legally invested with certain powers under our collective bargaining laws, interfere with the free market and that they artificially raise wages and therefore they damage employers by diminishing their profitability and their ability to compete. And this, for example, would be most clearly evidenced in what happened in the auto industry in which wages grew to such a point that they weren't competitive and lots of jobs were lost as a result of that. And so they say that essentially if you let the free market work its will, um, you will not have a situation in which you are able to artificially inflate wages, make employers uncompetitive, and therefore eventually jeopardize jobs. Without a doubt, the repeal of this law has created tension on both sides of the aisle. During Tuesday's Senate hearing, things got heated between Michigan Senators Darren Camilleri and Thomas Albert. Black workers and Latino workers from all over the country came to Michigan, to Detroit, 
because they knew that a union would promise them a benefit and a protection that in other workplaces would not. So and under, so here, under in, our right in, to, under our excuse right me, to let work, me finish so because under it, our right let to me work finish laws, because unions in, are required. Let the senator finish his sentence, and if you have a question, ask to be recognized. As you can tell, I'm a little worked up about this because my family and their opportunity here in this state is because of a union. My family came to Detroit and to Michigan because of the promise of a union. And we knew that my family would be protected, that we would not be discriminated against, and that our opportunities and our voices would be heard in a workplace that was unlike any other place in the country. Michigan was the hope and the promise of a good working condition life for everyone that wanted to be here. Right to work was a law that split the Capitol cleanly in half along party lines. Democrats against the law pushing for repeal and Republicans for the law pushing to keep it in place. And that's because, according to Professor Greiner, this law is more about politics than workers' rights. This is a political discussion. You know, this is a discussion about power. You know, the Republicans have said they don't want the unions to to have power because Democrats tend to do better in areas that are represented by unions. Uh, The Democrats obviously want the unions to have more power because of the fact that they tend to do better when when there is strong union representation in an area. So that's really what this is about. Because again, when you look at the economic impact of them, it's surprisingly limited. Professor Greiner mentioned that the economic impact in Michigan would be surprisingly limited by the repeal of this law. But any Patnod fears this will affect a business's decision to come to Michigan. Well, I think that we are staring another lost decade in the face. This is a page right out of uh, former Governor Jennifer Granholm's book. We have seen Governor Whitmer and the Michigan legislature dole out billions of dollars to large and powerful companies to prop up the economy because they know what they're doing with this legislation. They are putting a stranglehold on our ability to attract jobs and people. Michigan has lost a population for two years in a row now. I'm a mom. I have six kids. I want my kids to grow up in a Michigan where there is opportunity, where there are jobs, and this takes us in the opposite direction. While Michigan no longer being a right-to-work state will have an impact on a business's decision to come to the state, it is merely one factor amongst many that businesses have to consider. Here's Professor Masters one last time. I would say it's a consideration. I know of employers, they'll say right-to-work is what is the deal breaker here. Um, You know, if you have a good workforce, if you have all the natural resources, if you have the educational system, the transportation system in a state, two states that are roughly equivalent to meet your needs, then it may be that at the margin right to work will make a difference. But the state doesn't have the educational system, the transportation system, the natural resources that you need or the type of talent that you need. You're not going to locate there, Um, but it will make a difference. The bill has been passed by legislature, and barring any unforeseen developments, right for work will soon end in Michigan. This will change the power dynamic for many union shops across the state, and the impact that will cause on employers and employees, positive or negative, will have a ripple effect for years to come. Thanks to professors Merrick Masters and Michael Greiner, as well as Annie Patnod and Beth Fisher for lending their insight and reporting to this episode. And as always, this episode wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.